The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom. But I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Oh, yes, we are. I'm so happy because uh, of a lot of things. First of all, what we're going to talk about today is a major issue for every woman and, and girl that I know. And, and we're going to have a real girls conversation about it and, and offer some hope and help. I think for, I don't know, I hope for every mom. The other cool thing is this is the first week that my BFF is in the house, Shelly Krause. She's back on the show. She's been gone for about six months. I know. Thank you. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so, I'm a better person. I like the way that sounds. Shelly Krause in the house. I know. That's why I do it. I came up with it. I think in the house is like very old school now. It is pretty much. (laughs) It makes me show my I'm old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a little bit old. (laughs) Not just old school. Uh, Okay. So we're going to have a a conversation today. And, uh, And by the way, I have to say, it's always tempting for me sometimes to talk about the horror that is going on in our political world right now. It's just, it it makes me sad where the conversations come to, no matter who you support or where you're at or how you feel about one politician or another. I'm not really supposed to talk about that part. But I just get so sad about where we're at. But I think we've become such an image conscious country. Everything is about image. You're always on your phone. You're always on your iPad. You're always looking at a screen. Every, you know, Facebook and social media is how you look, how you present yourself. LinkedIn is how you look, how you present yourself, tweeting, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and so we have this like over, you know, the top image crazy world now that 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 is why what we're about to talk about today is is on steroids. It's been supercharged. Well, nothing and it's no nothing is real that nothing is real. And it's hurting women, and I think in some ways more than men. So here it goes. Uh, this is the issue that I believe that, that every single woman in the world struggles with in some way probably. It's the topic that haunts us. It's our opinion of our own beauty. Women will say things like, I don't look good in this, or do I look fat in this, or I, if I could just lose 10 pounds, or if I could just lose 20 pounds, or more than that, a lot more than that. You know, for some women, they're really struggling. I would look so much better with a few less wrinkles. Something I say, you know, sagging skin, and, and I wish my skin were different, or my hair were different, or I'm having a good hair day, or a bad hair day. I mean, I, I, I kind of wonder sometimes if people in really poor countries even think about this, but I think so many women are born with this innate desire to be beautiful. And I, I guess some people would argue with that and say, I don't care if I look good or not, you know, that, that, that's your materialistic problem. But I think most women want to be pretty. Well, and beauty definitions in our Western cultures change. That's Changes right. from they, decade to decade. Our guests talk about that in the book. Yes. I mean, it, it, it's nuts what was very popular hundreds of years ago right. as compared. I mean, if you had a six pack hundreds of years ago, you would be you considered truly unattractive. Yeah, because you were poor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And just this morning, I was doing stomach exercises, <laughs> working for a six pack, and I thought, is this wrong? I think this is 
a little bit wrong that I'm spending this much time and then how much time it took me to get ready to, to you know, come here. I'm going to r- rattle off a couple quick statistics and then we're going to bring our guests on. Did you know that 679, $679 billion in product sales are registered every year for anti-aging remedies? A woman spends about $15,000 a year in her lifetime on makeup. And here's the really big one. Oh, my gosh. And this is me. A woman spends nearly two years of her life applying makeup. Oh, my goodness. As somebody who loves God, I, I just want to say I'm sorry, God, yeah. that I wasted two years. I mean, I want to look pretty, but do I really need to spend that much time on it? Okay. So here's the deal. We have a mother-daughter duo. Uh, they're well known for their church because it's a huge church in uh, Texas, in Houston, Texas, called Woodlands Church. I think over 18,000 attendees on all their campuses. Uh, Chris Shook and Megan Shook Alpha, mother and daughter, they are looking at beauty in their upcoming book. Actually, it's not upcoming anymore. It's released now. Beauty Begins, Making Peace with Your Reflection. And I invited them on today because I wanted to have a real discussion about what's happened for women and how they feel about themselves and how to help them not feel bad anymore about how they look. So, Chris and Megan, welcome to the show. Thank you, Jenny. Hey, Jenny, we're glad to be here. Thank thank you. So why don't you just start off? I know you took a survey of the women affiliated with your church, and it was both women and girls, I think about how they felt about themselves. And I think the specific question was, um, you asked them whether or not they would change anything about themselves in terms of their appearance. Tell us about that. Yeah, so we asked the girls, um, if you could change anything about yourself, would you? And a large majority of them, over 70%, said, yes, I would definitely change something about my outer appearance. And we also asked them, um, if you could score yourself from a 1 to a 10, uh, 1 being that you don't feel beautiful at all and 10 being you're completely content with who you are, only 10% of the girls said that they were content with who they are. So those girls, I guess it was just girls, no women were involved? Yeah, so these were girls um, in our student ministry from the ages of 12 to 18. And so most of them are Christian women, but even Christian deal with this. Everyone, every woman deals with this insecurity of how they look and wanting and longing to feel beautiful. Yeah. And, and Chris, I, I want to switch to you and have you talk about um, our, our mirror addiction, our distorted reflection of ourselves. But but could you please do that in the context of selfies? Like, I, I think the images that we have on Facebook and on all the other things I mentioned and, and, and that we're so out there now and we're so visible and everything is about our looks and our visibility. And it just didn't happen that way in the 17th century. You know, I mean, it just it wasn't like that. And you didn't have to meet this this principle and photoshopping and all this other stuff. What, what is unique to the women and the moms in our audience right now that they're having to struggle with more than any other generation? Well, I agree. It's you know, our grandparents era they would compare themselves, the women would compare themselves with the girls or other ladies in their town or village. And then in our parents' generation, uh, TV came into vogue, and so everyone started comparing themselves with the occasional TV programs they were able to access. And then in my generation, it was TV and magazines and ads and billboards, 
which we thought was overwhelming at the time, but now in this generation, there is access to uh, these you know, digitally enhanced images 24-7, and girls and women are constantly comparing themselves, especially on social media, to basically everyone else on the planet. And the bottom line is that if that's your moving target, that you're always comparing yourself with everyone else, then you'll always feel insecure. And so we feel like that, that insecurity, basic insecurity, is just continuing to grow with every generation. Yeah, I was I was reviewing some Dove ads today where they show um, the, the woman sit on the set and, and she looks normal and she's without makeup and then they do, do the whole process of speeding up mm-hmm. the process of how, when they Photoshop or what she looks like at the end. And I love Dove bars for doing that, that, that particular ad. Um, not Dove bar, the, Dove the soap. Like the people are going to get it mixed up with the chocolate bar. <laughs> anyway, I, I, I applaud them for doing that. But it's horrific because I think about my daughter who's 13, about how she'll compare herself to the girl that has been Photoshopped and what that does to her psyche. And by the way, we spend billions of dollars every year to convince girls and women that they don't look good enough and they need to look more like the Photoshopped fake people who aren't even real. Real. So, so let's just talk a little bit more about that. What does that do to a girl? I know anorexia is one of the biggest diseases amongst young girls because of this. Go, go ahead, Megan. Yeah. So, um, especially I've just noticed uh, throughout my uh, school career, um, through high school and college, um, girls that I was great friends with, and um, you know, they believed in God or they had. You felt like, and you saw, oh, they're really confident in themselves, but really behind the scenes, because of social media and um, having access uh, to all these pictures of girls and um, maybe what they should be like and what the world tells us to be like, um, they think that, oh, I'm supposed to be skinnier. That's what normal is. and I'm supposed to look like this because that's what normal is. And a lot of my friends did deal with eating disorders. Great girls, but they just couldn't handle the pressure. Yeah. Wow. So uh, I want you to just to, for, a, for a minute, because we only have three minutes left in this segment, not, not even two and a half. Um, just for a minute, Chris, can you talk about wh- where you've decided to go with this book to encourage women to feel better about themselves from the inside out and to help moms help their girls feel that way? Well, we tried to make the distinction between pretty and beautiful. And in the book, we refer to pretty as that outer appearance, that moving target. We're always trying to look like the images we see on social media, on that you know, radically magnified technology platform. And then beautiful, though, is constant. It's, on, you know, it's, it's something that transcends all of that. It's way beyond that mere pretty, that shell that all of us have um, of trying to get our hair or makeup or clothes just right and attract attention. And, uh, you know, all of us walk into a room and we're all thinking, what do they think about me? What are they thinking about me? Do they think I look good? Do, you know, do I fit in? And the truth is, no one is thinking about you because everyone is thinking about themselves. <laughs> so we have this culture where we're just all uh, constantly thinking, you know, what are they thinking about me? And, and no one's thinking about you. And once we realize that, it's really freeing. Yeah. 
And 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 you take a, I, I want to encourage every mom, but you also take a faith path, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in the next segment. And and you have some specific tips uh, for people and on how to get beyond this. Three ways women can encourage other women to embrace their beauty. Three ways to fight against the thorns of insecurity and depression. You got a lot of solutions, and I'm and I'm looking forward to you being able to pass those on to moms, and also for moms to be able to help their daughters. I mean, aren't you looking forward to that, those tips? Shelly, you have two daughters. I know. And don't they struggle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Um, so we will be coming back with Chris Shook and Megan Shook Alpha, the co-authors of the book Beauty Begins, Making Peace with Your Reflection. Now a song that goes along with this. Do you like you? You don't have to try so hard. You don't have to give it up. drive a few miles to a beautiful place with delicious food, let me tell you about one of my favorite places to eat in Colorado. Down home, good cooking, old school, and family friendly, it's the Cutthroat Cafe. Chick Thomas is one of those guys who's created an eating establishment where customers feel like family. Nestled in Bailey, Colorado, next to a sparkling river and national forest, enjoy a getaway to the Cutthroat Cafe on your way to Breckenridge, just off Highway 285 in Bailey, Colorado. Hi, this is Jenny from Channel Mom, and I personally believe in the good work of Idrahaji. Because the camp is located in the town where I live, I've witnessed firsthand how Idrahaji draws children closer to Christ. Idrahaji is a Christian camp designed for kids who are ready to embrace new experiences, get closer to God, and enjoy classic camp activities like horse rides, zip lines, and a climbing wall. Idrahaji is nestled in the beautiful Rocky Mountains just outside of Bailey, Colorado. Sign your kids up for life-changing summer fun. Spots are filling fast. Visit idrahaje.org. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, it's Jenny. Welcome back to Channel Mom in the house. Sorry, house. No, thank you. Uh, also, please note, uh, we've got a couple of new things going on this week. We want to welcome Idra Haji, a great Christian camp that mm. just, I, it doesn't even matter where you're at. Your kids are going to come back better my kids have all been there they yeah. love it yeah love. because of going there and and they're one of our sponsors now and then also the cutthroat cafe in bailey colorado a little down home restaurant i would encourage you to go there on your trips to the mountains uh this season and it's right by the river and the mountains it's beautiful the cutthroat cafe in bailey colorado please stop in and see my friend chip okay we are back with chris shook and megan shook alpha they wrote a new book called beauty begins making peace with your reflection there are all kinds of statistics out there that we've talked about that um, and all kinds of industries out there making women and girls feel bad about themselves, making them feel like they need more product, more weight loss, more anti-wrinkle cream, whatever it is, to look better and then feel better about themselves. And and there are so many millions and millions and millions of women and girls who don't feel good about themselves. And our moms are included. And I, if I could just hug a woman and say, you're beautiful no matter what, partly because you're a mother. I mean, truly, that is a beautiful endeavor. So I'm going to have either Chris or Megan, whoever wants to take off on this, tell me what would you advise a mom to do, a couple of tips from your book, about how she can shift her perspective on feeling like, and I'm just going to say it, like she's too fat, like she's too wrinkly, like, like her hips are wrong, her face is wrong, her hair is wrong, her nose is too big, whatever it is, when she's focusing on her outer look, how can you shift her perspective and help her to feel more beautiful? 
Well, Megan and I, as she grew up, we spent a lot of time together, as most moms and daughters do, and we realized that the conversations of both Megan and her friends and me as a mom and my friends all gravitated toward the same topic of insecurity and dissatisfaction with looks. And I think the problem is that um, moms will tell their daughters, and this is a good thing, they tell their daughters, honey, you're beautiful, honey, you're pretty, mm-hmm. you know, honey, it's what's on the inside that counts. And I think moms really mean that. But then the moms will turn and look at themselves in the mirror and their little girls or their teenage girls hear them saying, oh, I feel so fat. You know, I need to go on a diet. I, oh, you know, I, I, I look horrible in this. And the girls who, um, you know, they, they think their moms are wonderful, but yet they, they see them criticizing themselves. Yeah. And they think, well, wow, if she thinks that she is ugly, then I must be too. And so it turns out that our, our actions and the things that we say about ourselves, the insecurities that we reflect about our own looks, are the thing that our daughters pick up most often. And so we found that just for starters, opening up that conversation as a mom, open up the conversation and start talking about those things together. You know, I think it's, you know, to say, yeah, I, I feel this way. I, yeah, I feel insecure about this or I feel this way, but um, acknowledging it, but, um, you know, having conversations with your daughter about the source of that, you know, why do you feel that way? And, and um, why is that you know, important or not important to you? And then I think it's great, too, as moms for us to uh, try to catch our girls, our daughters, and our sons, too, for that matter, in exhibiting uh, characteristics that are really, really beautiful. So much of what we do as a culture is focused on our outward looks, on prettiness, or, you know, on handsomeness, on what we look like. And often that's what we notice first and the only thing a lot of times we compliment each other on is, oh, you look nice. Oh, you look pretty. I like your dress. You know, you look sharp. But um, if we will start to really notice those beautiful characteristics, you know, that we want to develop in our kids and our friends and ourselves, you know, things like kindness and um, joy and, you know, all the great things. And you notice your child and, you know, they, they shared a toy and they didn't have to just saying, hey, you know, you are awesome. I really love the way that you, you know, I know you would have rather just kept that to yourself, but that was really, really cool the way you just decided to, to, to share that toy with your friend. I mean, just finding little things, regardless of the age, that are focused on quality, character qualities and not what we look like. Yeah. And, and how about, and, and Megan, you can certainly weigh in here. How about the mm-hmm. woman? And you're a young woman, so, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I would think that you'd be less insecure. Both Shell and I are starting to see wrinkles. Um, what would you say to a woman who need and, and, and feel free to bring in the faith issue here. How does a woman shift this? Cause I know so many women who beat themselves up and I don't beat myself up a lot, but I'm guilty of what Chris just said. I'll pick up Georgia. I'll pick up my daughter and she'll say, Oh mom, you look so good. She always talks in a British accent and I'll say, well, thank you, honey. But I, I didn't wash my hair today and I don't have any makeup on and I'm still in my pajamas or because sometimes I am. And, and I am very critical of how I look when I pick her up. And so mm-hmm. what would you say to a woman that that's a habit for her feeling bad about her weight, feeling bad about her looks, feeling bad about her hair or wrinkles, whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, first I would say that, you know, when someone does give you a compliment, we need to get used to instead of uh, a lot of times I do that. I say, oh, no, I don't look like that. Or, oh, you know, thanks, but that's not true. And really, we should we should take the compliment because it is true, because we are truly beautiful. God made us exactly the way that we are. And there's no one in the world who is like us or who we're 
or who will ever look like us. And so it's, you know, we should take the compliment first and say, you know, thank you. Like I am special. I am unique and realize that we are beautiful. And then second, um, we need to really start turning our focus towards other people because when we spend so much time on ourselves, we're getting caught up in us and we start to think about us and we become selfish when really it shouldn't be about us in the first place. And we should start really focusing on helping other women feel beautiful. And it's funny because when we do that and when we help others and when we're, um, you know, going to someone's house and helping them with cleaning their house and, uh, or helping them with their kids or uh, whatever it is, when we're helping somebody else or we're helping a friend feel beautiful, in return, we are going to feel beautiful. We are going to feel overjoyed and filled up and content, and we're not going to worry about what we look like. Most of the time when I'm helping someone else, I'm not thinking, oh, I hope they like my hair. I hope I look good for them. Yeah. I'm really thinking, oh, I just got to be helping them. I really want to make sure that they like what I'm doing, that I'm doing a good job, and I'm not really focused on what I look like or you know, focused on myself, and that's what it's about. It's about turning our focus towards other people. Yeah. And if we can think about, I think what you're kind of saying, and we said that you could get to three ways women can encourage other women to embrace their beauty and three ways to fight against the thorns of insecurity. And and I welcome you to pick maybe one of those to share. I'm about to do something that was is very hard for me to do. But I think, Megan, what I'm hearing you say, and Chris as well, is that you're asking women to shift their focus from constantly thinking about their outside to thinking about what's going on inside of them when they're reaching out to others. And moms are constantly doing that. And if they could just see the beauty in their mothering, I'm sure it makes God smile on a moment-by-moment basis, the way in which moms help and, and train and nurture and feed and clothe and hug children. All of those actions are beautiful. And, and if a woman could just you know think about that in her life. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. In honor of your book... Beauty begins. I, in, in honor, I want to honor the message of your book. So I decided on our radio show and on live camera, which will later be seen on YouTube, to take off half of my makeup. Now, having been in TV and having been in radio, this is hard for me. I'm used to being seen in the public, looking made up and looking like the world says that we should look. So I thought I'm going to start to take this stuff off. So maybe I can give another woman confidence to say I am beautiful because God made me this way. I, I don't have to rely only on mascara, only on eyeshadow, only on anti-aging products, only on, oh, whatever, my eyebrows getting tweezed or my hair getting done. And I get all that stuff, you know, I do it too. Or having a tan. I'm actually kind of grateful that I have a tan right now because <laughs> I'm taking off all my makeup. But but can you just comment quickly on what you would say as I'm taking off my w- makeup to a woman who needs maybe to fight against the forms of insecurity, the thorns of insecurity and depression when it comes to how she feels about how she looks? Sure. Well, one thing we think can make a big difference is to discover and realize how God sees you, that God created you beautifully. As Megan said, he created you just the way he wants you to be. How boring would it be if we all looked exactly the same? And, And so just celebrating the way God made you and not trying to be like everyone else, uh, trying to be like every image you see, but celebrating the way God made you. And then choose the right friends. You know, choose, whoever we hang, hang around, we become like. And choose to hang around people who are encouraging and not discouraging. You know, I don't know about you, but um, you know, a discourager takes courage away. And I don't have enough courage for people to just be constantly taking it away. 
So we want to be uh, find encouragers to hang around and then to focus on that eternal character that all of us would, if we were given a choice to be between, uh, spend the afternoon with someone who was wearing a great outfit and had her hair done just right and beautiful makeup, but yet was just a mean woman. Or we could spend the afternoon with someone, you know, who was just sitting around in just, uh, you know, everyday clothes, but did, and didn't have makeup on, but was just kind and friendly and warm and laughed with us. We'd all choose to be around the, the kind, friendly, warm person. Who makes us and feel better about ourselves. Yeah, who makes us exactly. feel better about our inside selves. I, I want to give you guys a chance. How do people find the book? I think this is an important book for teenage girls, I'm going to be honest. Beauty Begins, Making Peace with Your Reflection. And and I want that for mothers, but I want it for their daughters, too. How do they find your book, ladies? Yeah, so you can go to beautybegins.com. Um, and on there, you can order the book. Uh, we also have downloads you can print out with prayer cards that are really cute and have flowers and designs yeah. on them. And yeah. uh, we recommend, you know, print those out and put them up on your mirror. So every day when you're looking in the mirror, you're reminded of how beautiful God believes that you are and how he made you. Amen. Um, and it's the truth. It There's is. There's also Bible studies you can do with your daughter or with friends. Uh, we recommend that also. Awesome. Beautybegins.com. Beautybegins.com. Megan and Chris, you're a blessing. Thanks for your message. Thanks for being on yeah, the show. Yeah, glad to talk with you. Okay. Thanks so much, Jenny and Ta- Kelly. Okay, take care. All right, Shell, I've taken off my makeup on yes. the one side. I hope this blesses somebody out there who's feeling bad about the way they look. We can be beautiful from the inside out. Yeah, Just and it doesn't look- really matter. Really? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Our families matter. Yeah. Our love matters. God matters. How we yeah. help others. All those things matter so yeah. much more. Hey, if you want to help us to help moms, to help moms like you, to stay on the air, to reach out to them on the ground, to, to encourage them that they are beautiful from the inside out because they are mothering our next generation, please go donate to us. We'd be so blessed. Just go to channelmom.com and push our donate button. In the meantime, you're beautiful. Every single one of them. Every Thank single you. one of you. Yes, you're beautiful, <laughs> Shell. God bless you. Have a great day. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.